Hello and welcome to the Win-Win Effect podcast with your host, Chris Ross. This is the show for anyone that wants to drive productivity and maximize potential in any industry. Let's take a moment. Have you ever wondered about the psychology behind the persuasive marketing driving you to take action, sometimes on products you never thought people would buy? Well, that's just what makes this podcast stand out from the others. On these episodes, Chris will break down proven strategies that his companies use to respectably enroll prospective students into the correct programs to achieve overall business success and fulfillment in life. You will get a rare centralized look into both sides of the buyer-seller relationships that I'm sure anyone tuning in will receive massive value from to implement instantly. There are huge quantities of informational material from companies just trying to sell products, but not many giving you the right information on how to build companies from solid foundations, focusing on customers actually winning as the outcome. The Win-Win Effect podcast is a character-based code for human interaction and collaboration in business. Time is the only non-renewable resource in life. So with this podcast, the outcome is designed to bring you value, to make it worth your time. Happy Money Monday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Win-Win Effect podcast. This is Chris Ross. In our last episode, Wes Bays and I broke down the framework we use when approaching much-needed conversations with our prospective buyers. But some of you are still having some challenges breaking through the surface level, getting to the core and the root of the problems with your buyers. So for today's episode, we're going to be looking at how to get unstuck. And some of you know exactly what I mean. Before kicking it up a couple notches and diving in, take the time and click on the link in the description box. You will find more information about our show, how to connect with myself and my team, a feedback form for you to share some of your takeaways on what you're learning with our episodes, and any kind of offers that we mention with the episodes. Just to let you know, anything that we do offer on this show will be free and is our way of showing our appreciation with everyone tuning in. All right, is everyone ready? Let's dive right in. Over the last month or so, we've been speaking a lot about emotional intelligence, Wes, and how much that plays into success, and especially in sales. But have you ever sat back and wondered why humans are so damn complicated? All the time. I mean, it's something that, you know, it's something that I sometimes get frustrated about. It's something that I'm sometimes I'm amazed by, you know, so it's it's actually one thing that I'm constantly, constantly thinking about in terms of not just their, how complicated they are, but also like why humans do certain things and why we think in certain ways, <laughs> you know, right. and, and different personality types. So it's always, always on my mind. One of my favorite things to do, and this is probably going to sound creepy, is to people watch. Have you ever went, went somewhere by yourself and you just happen to start looking at everybody else around you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm that weird guy that, that I'm sitting there dissecting certain situations and why they're happening. So I went to the grocery store to get, you know, just minor things. So I walked inside the grocery store as I do, right? Grab the little basket and go to produce and walk, work yourself down the aisles. I just couldn't happen to notice like this guy was like looking around, but I thought he was looking at me, Wes. 
<laughs> and I looked over and you know, you ever like had that weird and awkward type of situation where you don't lock eyes, but you see the other person's looking at you and you see the other guy looking at you, whatever it is. You know, I noticed him and I was like, but he looked like he was lost, Wes. Yeah. So I was like, I walked up to him. I, hey, excuse me. I'm, you look lost, man. You all right? I mean, your wife give you a list and you don't know where things are. And he's like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, exactly. He's like, I can't find, I don't know, like cottage cheese and some of the half and half thing. And I was like, yeah, it's on the other side. And he's like, yeah, I'm not from this area. He goes, you sound like you're not from either. And I was like, no, I'm from America. As you know, of course, I should have worn it was that. And he picked it up and he walked off. And it was about his day, right? And I go pick up my pick up the things that I was going to pick up in a grocery store. And as I was going to the checkout line, like something went off in my brain and it made me think of, I can't remember who said it to me. It was an old saying. And I think you probably heard me say the saying. There's three types of people in this world. There's people that wait for things to happen. There's people who make things happen. And there's people who sit around confused, wondering what the hell just happened. Right. And for, for that guy, he fell into the category. He's just waiting for things to happen. He mentioned it. I was just waiting to try to figure if someone's going to walk up and help me. I don't know. I've never been that type of person. Why do people fall into those three categories in life? I mean, is it personal surroundings, the way they're brought up? I mean, talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a number of factors here, you know, and I think you've touched on a few of them. It's absolutely how you're brought up. And so I know that, you know, before this, we were kind of talking about, and I was telling you a little bit of a story about, um, you know, when I was at the grocery store, I had a similar experience. Hmm. But, you know, where I was watching people who weren't helping somebody that needed help, you know, and it's always it's something that I've always wondered about. And, and I, it's absolutely, you're absolutely right. I think it stems from your upbringing. I think a lot of things stem from your upbringing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if you're someone, for example, if you had a lot of hardship in life, right, and you didn't, maybe you didn't have the things that, the some of the luxuries that maybe some other people had, and you have to work hard for things or you start working at an early age, you know, I believe you get, you get brought up with, with a certain amount of, I guess, awareness that some other people may not have if, if they've had a lot of things just given to them mm-hmm. and have more of that entitlement mentality. And so that that's really what it comes to mind when you're saying that is, okay, you know, it's the mentality of a person and, and it all comes from their experiences and what they've had to deal with. Because, you know, if if that guy, for example, and I don't know his story, so it's all speculation, but, you know, if, the, if that guy was, you know, more dependent on himself or brought up in a way where he had to depend a lot more on himself, I believe he would have been just going and looking for the cottage cheese himself, right? He wouldn't be sitting there waiting for somebody to give it <laughs> right, to him. Right. And so it drives me, but yeah, one of the things that drives me nuts is I don't, I don't like when I see someone who is so dependent on others because you, you start to, you start to understand maybe what kind of mindset they're in. And that's usually people that have more of that victim mindset or have that more of that entitlement mentality. So I, yeah, I'm with you there. I know that a lot of the listeners were sending in some questions that they keep getting stuck. Well, how to get unstuck is by experience and going through it. And that comes from your mentality and comes from your beliefs, values, um, behaviors. That's where I think a lot of people, when they, I don't know, when they're brought up, their genes that you inherit, I mean, the environments you've talked about, you're exposed to. They all determine how you regard the people you cross your path every day. I mean, whether it's a matter of understanding perception or judgment, it's essential to realize that. And that's where limiting beliefs start to develop. Would you agree? I would. uh, You're absolutely right. It's your environment, right? It's your environment and it's your surrounding surroundings. And so, but here's the thing though, 
is you have control over those things, especially when you start becoming more independent. You can't blame mm-hmm. your childhood for everything, right? Because like for myself included, I mean, if I want to blame my childhood or the way I was raised on, on all of my failures in life, you know, I would have never gotten anywhere. And so right. it's the freedom of understanding that everything is within your control and it comes down to how much effort are you willing to put in to make something happen. Well, the effort comes from your belief that no one's ever going to hand things to you. Right. For myself, it does. I mean, I grew up, you know, not a lot of money, but I didn't know that until I got to a certain age and realized, hey, I want to wear Tommy Hilfiger and Timberlands. My dad's like, hey, I ain't buying that shit. Right. If you want it, if you want the clothes that you want to wear, you have a lot of skills that I helped you with. Make a long story short, that's the belief that if you want something, you got to go get it. And our beliefs, you know, we derive our values, which either be correct or incorrect when compared with evidence. Nonetheless, hold true for us. You know, beliefs are just concepts that we hold to be true, right? Right. Sometimes they're not real. Just as a belief though, but you don't know where it comes from or do you? Yeah. And again, that comes back to the awareness piece, right? And so have Mm -hmm. you taken the time to actually find out? Because what's a, you know, when we talk about limiting beliefs, what are we talking about? It's a belief that's limiting you, right? And so the, but again, that belief to you is, is just the way that it is. Like, it's just, that's, that's the world to you, right? That belief system is how you view things. And so it's not like I can come to you and tell you how you're viewing something is wrong, right? And so everything think about it from like, if, if you have bad eyes, right? And the, the doctor that is telling you, hey, read the words off of this chart. You know, you may think that it says AE74, right? And you, and you were like, yeah, I'm pretty confident about that. And then you put the glasses on and you realize it says that it says, you know, it says A627, right? And so it's like, but that's just what it is. It's that with a lens that we're seeing it through is telling is, is what we think that we're actually seeing. Thus, that's what we're believing until mm-hmm. we either experience something or usually there has to be some kind of trigger that tells us, okay, I need to think further about what I'm actually seeing here. I mean, because they grow from what you see, hear, experience, like you're saying. And I was the kid that was in second grade that couldn't read the board. <laughs> so I had to get glasses. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Like you put the, like, hey, what do you see? And I'm like, ah, uh, C, B, you know? <laughs> and then it goes, I'm like, that yeah. was a, like, you want to get it right anyway. <laughs> and as a kid, you don't want glasses because people pick on you, right? Well, yeah, and that's the funny part. Because so think about that. Inst- like, let's let's think about that for a second. Like, you're a kid, right? And the doctor is telling you, "Hey, read this off," and you know you can't see it, right? But yet, you're still because trying. whether it is, you know, you're still trying anyway. Why? Because there's could be multiple reasons. Either you don't want to disappoint your egos in the way, you don't want to be judged a certain way, right? Whatever it is, right? And so, but then once you're like, okay, you know what? I I really can't see this, and then you put the glasses on, and you have a lot more clarity you know, now everything gets better. It's the same thing in life, right? We we choose to, to see things a certain way and we don't want to see it any other way because of fear of judgment, because maybe our ego, because of whatever it may be, you know, until we finally hit a point where you're like, you know what? I just almost got into a car accident because I can't see something. I need my glasses <laughs> or look, oh shit, I'm broke. And I, you know, I, I'm failing to the bottom and I'm, I feel like I'm losing everything. I need to make a change, right? So there's a right. trigger there. There's something that happens that influences it. There's a huge trigger. And that trigger usually sets those three types of people off. People that wait for things to happen, people that make shit happen, and then people that wonder what the hell just happened. 
I think this is important and we keep talking about this a little further because I know there are a lot of listeners out there have been telling us that they've been stuck and how to get unstuck, I guess you would say, especially when you're dealing with a prospective buyer, you got to handle your own bullshit first. Like the best salespeople and the best of the best that I've been around, Wes, have handled their beliefs and opinions and convictions. And they investigated why do they feel this way about whatever topic that is. It could be money. You know, money's a big thing for people. That's what you know, this number one injection that people have in life. How much money you got? Because that's what people value the most in right. life. Values are ideas that we hold to be important. Values control how we behave, communicate, and interact with others around us that we already have our own perception about who they are. Everything in your life, you're going off of the experiences, what you heard before, you know, what you read, what you someone thought about. You maybe you thought that they were a person of influence. Maybe you looked up to them and you want to be so much alike them. You allowed their beliefs, their opinions, and their convictions to be yours. And then you go to the next part of your life, the chapter of your life. And if you try to do the same things with those beliefs, opinions, convictions, and have different values, you're kind of screwed, aren't you? Right, exactly. Keyword there being, again, experience, right, is what right. you've experienced. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with what you're saying. And I completely believe, like, in, in, in my opinion, if you, want, if you want to get anywhere, you have to do, you have to just overwhelm yourself with experience, right? And that what, I mean, that's why people that are of, of an older age are looked at as having wisdom, right? Right. Because why? Because of their experience and not just because of their good experience and not just because of their successes, but because of the bad experiences and the failures and the things they didn't do well, because that's really what teaches you, right? And so, you know, if you need to immerse yourself in a whole lot of different experiences, in order for you to be able to grow. But again, depending on the kind of person that you are, right, this is where, you know, you, you make that conscious choice. Because if you're someone who makes it happen, then you're just going to go out there and you're just going to start doing it. You're not going to wait for all the answers. You know, you're not going to wait for someone to, to tell you exactly what to do or to give you the how-to or whatever the hell it is that you're looking for, right? You're just going to go and start it and you're going to do it. And so why, why is it that nowadays we're seeing 16-year-olds or 14-year-olds who are millionaires? Because they, they're adopting this attitude, but now they also have a, a platform where they can actually make it happen because they don't right. know anything better, right? In their mind, they haven't experienced life yet. So they have that ignorance, which is a beautiful thing. And so they don't have those limiting beliefs that it's like, okay, you know, I've, I tried this job and it failed, right? I tried this business and it failed. No, they're just starting out. So that means they put their all into something and they just take on that attitude. Whereas someone who may be, you know, 65 years old, has gone through a lot of hardship in their life, is now at a point where they're like, you know what, I, I just don't care to do this anymore. I don't feel right. like doing this. I don't want to make a change, you know, and this is just how it's been. This is how it's always going to be. And that's where a lot of these limiting beliefs come in. And so, again, yeah, depending on who you are as a person, this, this is how you respond and what you're willing to take on. Right. And you taking on that much, I mean, say, for instance, if you've never really potentially failed before, we watched this with... um that boxing match that was on recently, but we're laughing about Wilder and Fury. Okay. Yeah. Fury has overcome so much in his life, you know, personal battles, depression, bipolar, you know, he went from 250 pounds to like four over 400 pounds. And he had this huge comeback. People love comeback stories. I mean, he actually inspired me on a couple of things. He's extremely OCD. Okay. And when he 
has to like, he dreads going to Sunday because that's the day that, you know, he goes to church and spends time with his family. He's on idle. I'm the same type of person, Wes. I can relate to that because I was, I'm not built for idle. My whole family and everybody in it, including my sister that passed away, I've had to watch them struggle through life. I can overcome anything, especially, you know, personal experiences. And I know for sure that there's, and I'm have a strong conviction now there's nothing ever in this world will ever beat me unless I will beat myself. Yeah. Because life will beat you down if you let it. Because sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Sometimes things go well and very well. Sometimes they don't. I mean, sometimes you're happy. Sometimes you're sad. Think about this for a second, this emotion. If I told you, hey, I'm depressed. I can't think about, hey, I want to be depressed and think about that emotion and feel be depressed. It takes, it happens over time, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely does. In order for you not to get depressed, you got to do the things that make you happy. You know, do the things that you do really well. I like to focus on things and how can I grow every day? Becoming unstuck isn't about figuring out, okay, what are some of the techniques and skills? Is you, is you having the ability to hold yourself accountable and, and showing courage? Because this is going to take a lot of time. But once you start removing all these beliefs and these convictions and opinions that you used to have, you're going to start uncovering why you feel this way. What did I do? Like, this is why I keep making the same fucking decision, or this is why I keep making the same stupid mistake, Wes. Yeah. That's a habitual freaking behavior that I need to freaking identify. Sometimes, and we talked about this in previous episode, you have two things that usually happen. Either you become very quiet when I hit a trigger. Or you push back. Well, I'm the type of person that pushes back. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I'm more of a make it happen type of person. Why does that play into so much of what we do in sales and how we're able to help people overcome some of the things that's prevented them from reaching a level of success? You know, this, I wish I could put this in the, I'm going to try to put this in the words as much as I can because, you know, this is obviously a very sensitive topic, you know, but. Right. The, the the mindset what it all comes back to the mindset of the person meaning that we have a mindset of we're just going to make it happen right we just no matter what we're going to make it happen we're going to win we're going to make it happen and so when you have that kind of a mentality you don't get caught up in the bullshit you don't get caught up in when things go bad or go wrong all you do is look at okay what just happened how do, how do i keep moving forward keyword being i'm going to keep moving forward right no matter what and so like for me, myself, I battled with depression for a long time. And I'm going to tell people right now, making money and anything, you know, anything else that you think is going to cure your depression, whatever that situation is, that's going to cure your depression. It's not, you know, it's, it's never, it never will. It's, it's your perception and your mentality is what, what's doing it. So it's, when you have a mentality of, I'm just going to make it happen, you are at, at a little bit of an advantage in life. I'm going to say that mm-hmm. because you see things differently. And so when when I started breaking through my depression, it wasn't because my the amount of money I made changed. It wasn't because I made more money actually and I was even more depressed. And when I started to go, you know, to actually uh, be able to break past that is when I started to identify the things that were important to me. But also I started experiencing a lot of hard times. And what ended up happening on the other side of that became gratitude. So Right. You know, and, and, and I started seeing through the lens of gratitude to where it's like, I'm, you know, what I'm, I'm happy that I, I've gotten to experiences and I can move forward from it. And I'm a lot more clear 
on where I want to go. Okay, and, and that clarity piece has now allowed me to feel a level of happiness, right, or joy, and because I'm like, I know where I'm going now. I don't feel stuck anymore because I know where I'm going. And so right. going back to your question, Chris, what makes us effective at what we do is that because of we've went through it, it's because we understand this piece, we're able to then come back to our buyer and be able to give them a level of clarity moving forward so that they mm-hmm. feel like they have somewhere to go. And this is why they're attached to us. And this is why most of my clients, the one, the one common thing that I get from most of my clients is that they're thanking me because I gave them clarity. Not because I gave them the world, not because I gave them the best strategy. I give them those too, but they don't care about those. They're, they're happy because they for, for the first time, they feel like they know where they're going. And so that's, that's the important piece. Clarity is where, where a lot of this happens. And that clarity, you have an idea you see things in a different lens. You know, I gave an example of us going to the store, but if I asked you to go there by yourself and tell you where it was at, you wouldn't go there with the same type of momentum, right? Right. Because you're going to be on alert because it's that part of your brain that's like, I don't know what's going to happen. And here's a hard thing for a lot of people to understand, Wes, is they think they need to have it all at the same time. Maybe it's just that we're, as humans now, that the way that the world is and we have everything you know, at the touch of our fingers with our phones right. is that we want it right now. Convenience. That's where, you know, everybody just kind of like lives in mediocrity, right? Everybody doesn't shoot, try to set goals that are limitless. You know, like you need to understand the ceiling is only the roof and past that roof is the sky. You can do anything you want to accomplish. It's just, you got to know what you're looking at. And that's where you're talking about that clarity is so important for you to give your buyers clarity, Wes. And like you, I've watched you do it for years. They become a different person because they now they're aware of what's going on around them. They're a little bit more confident because you help them realize that they were looking things through the wrong lens in the first place. And when we begin to understand that it's in a reality that we will never have things perfect all the time. And you need to embrace, we're going to have some ups, we're going to have some downs. But during these down moments, this is where a huge opportunity and the only and you talked about experience, Wes, you will only get there unless you experience this. That's where growth takes place is when you get slapped in the mouth. That's where the work is, bro. Right. Anybody can feel good when they have their health. Their bills are paid. Happy relationships. Children are acting normal. They're doing good in school. Whatever. Business is successful. Anybody can be positive then, bro. Anybody can be positive. Right. You, anybody can have a big, huge vision. Oh, I got to do this, do this next big thing. Why do we feel like we, we have everything working for us at one time? Why do we feel like we can conquer the world? It's because you're not, here's, <laughs> here's the thing. And I'm laughing. You, when you have clarity, but you have clarity, but you're not always looking in the future. You have mm-hmm. clarity, but you're in the present time right now. This, this gives you strength. It gives you strength because right. now you're doing what you need to do every single day. The reason why we, we believe that we can conquer the world is because we actually know we can. It's because we understand the fact that all we have to do is put in all of the effort and take all of the hits along the way and we will get there. Right. And so, and it's not like I have to sit here and speculate when I'm going to take a hit. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I said this uh, in a video I did not too long ago, but I think of myself as a vessel. Right. So, a vessel meaning that, okay, so let's think of a ship. And I'm trying to get from here to I'm trying to get from here to my end goal, right? Or to from point A to point B. And 
I understand that I'm going through rock. I'm going to go through rocky waters, right? I'm going to hit some ice patches. I know there's things that are going to happen along the way that are going to to try to set me back from getting to my goal. But the thing is, I know that I'm equipped because of my mindset, not because of my ability, not because of my talent, not because of anything but my mindset and my effort. I know that no matter what happens, if I have to to dive into those waters and swim myself in the ice cold water, I will do that to get to where I need to go because that's just my mentality. And so right. that's why I now I have that belief system. That's why I have now that I have that conviction. And so when I'm working with someone or say you're working with your buyer, you need to give them that level of clarity, but also help them live in the present and understand that it's through their effort and what they do every single day is what's going to get them there. Not always thinking about the future. I'm constantly envisioning where I want to be, you know, and I do that, but I'm not living in it. I envision mm-hmm. it, but then I go back to this is what I need to do every single day. And now I'm happy. I'm happy even though, and, and I told you this before, February was one of my worst months. I had so many things go wrong, but here I am. I'm happy. I'm good because mm-hmm. I understand where I'm going. I understand that I can always do something about it. And it's no longer an inconvenience to me when bad things happen, right? So when right. things that I don't want to happen, happen, it's, no, it's just, I understand it. It's one, it's part of the whole game. It's not no longer an inconvenience. Same thing with my health. My health took a complete shit at some point. And what I did was I turned more, now I'm, turn, I'm trying to turn more into, you know, whether it's a plant-based diet or whatever else I'm trying to do to get my health better. But guess what? It's not convenient. I don't, you know, waking up at 4.30 in the morning, going to the gym, it's not convenient, mm-hmm. right? It's eating better. It's not convenient. Why? Because now I can no longer go get that fast food and be able to eat it right away. I have to make it myself. You know, but again, what's on the other side of that? I'm a lot healthier. I'm a lot happier. I feel a lot better. But why? It's because it's inconvenient. Right. That's where your prize is at on the other side. And to your point about the vessel, another great analogy, one of the quotes, and you know me, I'm, I'm probably Navy, is that rough seas make an experienced sailor. Yeah. There's nothing more true than that statement. Because a real challenge of growth, mentality, emotionally, spiritually, comes when you get knocked in the mouth. I mean, someone once said to me that adversity introduces a man to himself. That's where you find out who you are. And that's where most, and I, and I hope the listeners are really paying attention to this. Most of you motherfuckers, I'm telling you, will never be successful because you're running away from it. You're running away from pain. Oh my God, that might hurt me type of shit. And I hope they don't take offense and no one takes offense to me. I, I use MF like a, you know, an explanation marketed in a sentence. Okay. <laughs> I've used that as punctuation, but how you handle it, that's where growth is, man. When you start facing your challenges, and I'm talking about the ones that you don't admit to your mom, okay? I've made a lot of mistakes in my past, but I have learned from each one of them. And especially in the last, over the last month and a half, I've had to open up myself again and figuring out, I need to figure some things out. That takes a lot of courage, Wes. It does. It takes a lot of accountability. I need to worry about myself now. And in result of that, I've lost 17 pounds in the last month yeah. because I'm doing things a little different. I'm changing my, I'm changing my approach. Anything I focus my attention on, man, I'm going to be successful with because history has proven if I focus on that, I won't fail. But if I do fail, that's a setback because I'll just reassess and figure out how the hell to get around that. I mean, help me try to explain that better to the listeners. And I hope you guys didn't get offended. Well, absolutely. You know, here's the thing is you, all, all this come up, you know, when, when we're talking about this and we're talking about, all, you know, all of this, it's it comes down to one thing. What's going to ultimately make you happy? Because hmm. here's here's the one here's the one thing that I can't stand. 
And that's people who who are forcing themselves or trying to force themselves to, to do something or act a certain way or be a certain person. Right. When that's not who they really are. And so you got to recognize exactly who you are and who you want to be. Because, look, here's the truth of it. If you're happy being the guy in the supermarket waiting for someone to tell you where the cottage cheese, in, <laughs> the cheese is, I'm good. You know, good for you, man. Like if you're actually happy and content, it's fine. Like be who you are. But if you actually want to make a change or you want to do something, what's going to force you into actually doing whatever it is that's inconvenient and in into going through an experience that you know might hurt you or might set you, you know, what you feel like it set you back or it's going to not feel good or whatever it is, it's going to be the priority of what you're looking to get on the other side. And so what are what are your priorities? Where are you trying to go? And then you got to adapt a mentality that, look, I know what it is. I know what it is, and now I just have to go in it and experience it. Stop looking for shortcuts. Stop looking for, for someone to tell you what to do. Stop looking for the next best three-step strategy, right? Get your ass in it and start doing it. And that's why people mm-hmm. waste so much money on bullshit that they don't need or buying, whether it's programs or anything that they don't need. Those things are good. Those are things that are good for you, but that's only if you're actually committed and you're looking to move forward and you have the right mentality around it. The mentality is that, for example, I'm buying this program to learn something because it's going to help me progress forward, not because it's going to be my result, right? not because it's going to lead to me being whatever it is that I'm trying to be, right? I, whether it's the best knit, you know, sweater knitter or, or the next millionaire, right? You're, you look at it as just information and now I'm going to move forward with it. And so my point being that you got to take on a different mentality where you're just relying on yourself. You're independent. You're relying on yourself. You're prioritizing whatever it is and understanding that now I'm in the mentality that I know I'm going to take hits, but no matter what, I'm going to learn and keep moving forward till I get to where I want to go. But sometimes just getting where you want to go, the way that you were looking at it when you initially started out on your journey, you're shooting too short, right? undercutting yourself. Here's some how-tos. Okay? And I know that a lot of people are probably like, okay, that sounds great, but how do you do it? Number one, just assess yourself. Assess the situation and ask yourself this question. What brought you here? What brought you to that current situation? What are some of the actions? Like what role did you play? I mean, what has brought you to this point? What did you learn from it? I mean, are you learning anything <laughs> from this pain? Or are you just doing it over and over again, trying to run away from your pain? That's what usually what happens when people just do it over and over and over again, right? What is that right. definition of insanity, right? Same thing and expecting a different outcome. They keep doing that because they're running away from pain. They're running away from discomfort. Something. You can't run away, man. It doesn't matter. This world is not that big of a place. I can have the same problems that I had in the States I have here in the UK, 4,000 miles away. Why, Wes? Because, it's, again, it's your intention. It's you. <laughs> you gotta, right, that's, right. That's part. It's you. You're not ever looking at yourself. You got to look at yourself. If, if, you want, if you truly want to assess why... why you're where you are and if it's not where you want to be, or even if it is where you want to be at some point along the lines, you got to look at what did I do to contribute to this or lack thereof. It takes two people to argue, man. It takes two people to do anything. It takes two people, but both parties need to come and look at themselves, hold themselves accountable on what they did wrong. Potentially what role do they play? So I'll go over it again, assess yourself and the situation and ask yourself what the hell brought you there. And that's a, sometimes that's a hard thing for people because, it, you know, I had to look at myself in the mirror and say these things. I mean, when things go, 
you know, they start getting, I get sidetracked or I start going down the wrong path or when those things start happening, it's like a, a snowball effect for me, Wes. Every little part of my life starts falling apart at the same time. Yeah. As soon as one thing happens and if I'm like running away from it and I'm trying to mask it or whatever it is, suppress it. There's a good indication of me being off balance. Like I'm going to do the same thing in a different part of area of my life. That's the most important to me. But then you got to ask yourself, you know, when I, I wrote this down actually in my book the other day, in order for me to become the person I really want to accomplish, I need to find the other version in the middle of it. The next version of myself isn't the person, what I'm looking for. I need to find that next version of myself is going to help me get there, a stepping stone. What does that mean to the listeners, do you think? Ultimately, what that means is, well, here's how I see it. The person who you are right now needs to break down. Let's think, of, I'm going to make another analogy. Let's think in terms of a muscle, right? For anybody who works out, what do you have to do in order for a muscle to grow? You got to break it down, right? And so the muscle breaks down and then it grows because why? It went through the pain. It went through the hardship. It went through the struggle. And now it understands that, look, in order for me to be able to handle this weight again, I got to grow and become stronger so that I don't break down in the way that I just did again. Right. And so that's what that's what it is. You have to go through it. You have to break down the person that you are. And especially if you're experiencing hard times, but then you have to make the conscious choice of say, I'm not the victim here. I'm the solution and I can do something about it. I just got to get stronger so I can handle it You know, when it comes to me the next time or I can handle mm-hmm. it to push forward so, so that I don't feel this type of pain again. Nothing. If you keep running away from it, and that's a really good analogy with the muscle because you have to break it down, right? And you got to keep it in the back of your mind. It's never going to leave you until you grow and grow through it. Because you know, always people say, oh, you'll get through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I mean, this too, this too shall pass. You know, <laughs> like if you could tell me all kinds of things, nobody, I, yeah. I mean, I tell you what, when you're going through a rough time and someone tell you some bullshit, cheesy shit like that makes you want to chop them in the throat, right? Like, I'm like, ah, let's get away from that. It's a, it's a true statement. You're not going to get, just get through it. You're just going to get to another situation, right? Because you're going right. to have to really investigate what actually got you here, man. Because whatever you focus on, that what you got to pay attention to every little part is becoming more balanced. I know that people talk about this a lot. I I suffer from this over the last year. I need to become more balanced. I'm telling myself, but it wasn't clicking. Yeah, there was no action coming from it because nothing. There was no motivation behind it because I didn't know where I needed to go. Now I do because I'm going through a setback. When you go through that setback, that's where the growth is. I could have easily, you know, over the last couple months, I could have easily got slapped in the mouth with what I'm going through right now and just laid down. But you know me, Wes, I'm not going to lay down, but I'm not just going to try to get through it. I'm going to say, okay, how can I take this time, much needed time and reassess everything I have ever known? And I've done that. So now I believe I'm another version of myself because I'm fighting for something bigger than I am. You know, it's a whole other purpose. Like, so are you going through it? Or are you growing from it? Are you bigger and better because of it? Am I? Absolutely. So these are the things that go through my mind. I know that it started off with me watching somebody who lost in a grocery store, but it reminded me about the people that are listening to our podcast about emotional intelligence and they're going, how do I get unstuck? You got to unstuck yourself first before you can do this effectively because it's never going to leave you, man, until you grow through it. I mean, how can you make that a new habit. 
Yeah. Again, it goes back to it goes back to your priority, right? It goes back to what you really want, right? Because you're absolutely right. You know, people like let's take people for example that are really bad in relationships, right? And they're like, man, I can't find the right person, and I can't, you know, they always have, like there's always something wrong with them, right? And I can't last in a relationship more than a couple of months. And so, what usually ends up happening in that scenario is at some point you got to look at yourself and say, what am I doing wrong? Whether it's right you know, maybe I'm expecting certain things from someone that I don't even embody myself, right? That I don't even represent. And but again, it goes back to personal responsibility. So if you want step number one, before you before you start trying to do the magic plan and then making your life a whole lot better, step number one is learn how to to hold yourself accountable to taking responsibility. And so that's all I would focus on. Like if somebody's listening to this and they have they have certain problems they want to deal with, Take the next seven days and look for all the areas of your life that you can blame yourself for. Mm-hmm. And once you start doing that, you'll start to identify certain patterns, certain gaps, certain things that led to certain results. And once, once you do that, you don't need me to tell you what to do from there. You'll naturally start to figure it out because as humans, like you said in the beginning, we're very complex, but very. we're also extremely intelligent. And Again, I don't believe that like let's just let's just take, you know, a homeless guy across the street. That homeless guy can make the decision and there has been some that have made the decision to go on to become millionaires and billionaires. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's within their ability. That's within their human nature, but it's what they decided to focus on and what they took responsibility for and held themselves accountable to. And that's the first thing you got to do is hold yourself accountable because guess what? When you go when you actually adopt that type of mentality, there's certain things that you're probably dealing with with your buyers right now that you will never even deal with because you you choose not to even accept it anymore. Right. For the listeners out there that are understanding, you know, how the how-to behind it, and for those who don't want to admit when they get wiped out, when they get really embarrassed or humiliated, you know, or, or words you can't even express in words the symbolism of how you feel. I mean, for several weeks, you know, when I go through some of the things I went through, I'll just be, I'm just numb. I don't know how I feel just because you're not digging into yourself. I mean, I could eat, you know, anybody can easily just sit there and, and, and play victim their whole fucking life. Well, I don't know why this has happened to me. No, you know why it's happening or you don't know why it's happening, but you need to freaking discover what you did to make this happen. You could have did it indirectly. You could have did it directly. It doesn't matter. I mean, you have to really hold yourself accountable. And I'm glad that you said that with that piece because you naturally just go to it. People don't realize how powerful your brain is. Before these smartphones and this technology and all this bullshit that makes it stupid, it's distractions, man. If it, that's why people don't have, you know, they don't spend that 15, 20 minutes in the morning re- measuring and reassessing or going through grateful states. And I mean, everybody has a routine, but successful people do. When I start getting away from my routine, that's when things start coming unraveling a little bit. Not yep. all at the right time. Not all like right away. It's not an instantaneous type of thing. It keeps going and spiraling. And once that happens, here we go. I mean, it's a ticking time bomb. And ticking time bomb for me is me getting frustrated about the results that I'm getting. I'm better than this, man. Like what is going on with me? I need to like get myself back to neutral. 
And if you really want to begin to move, you've got to get a clear mind of all the unnecessary emotional baggage that's weighing you down. Like, let it go. I mean, when I get tied up like this, I bottle things up, Wes. We're very yep. similar. We've got very similar parallels. Like, when I, when I got a lot of emotional shit that I'm holding in, I feel like I can't move inside. I can't think about what I need to do to get myself out of the situation and make the situation better. But sometimes you just put a mirror up. Yeah. When you hold yourself accountable, you got to be able to say it to yourself first and believe it. Yeah. That what you can't focus on, you can't even, you, you can't visualize, you don't see the problem. Yeah. Kind of a person that talks about problems all day long. I would much rather focus on a solution. But what if that I let that actually be something that's held me back before? That's how much I've looked into this. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to talk about the problem. You know why I don't want to talk about the problem? Because I don't want to hold myself accountable to one of the things that I did wrong. Yeah. That's held me back from getting to the solution that I'm looking for. Yeah, absolutely. And and that that's and just to, to go right off of your point there, you gotta allow yourself to feel it. You know, that that's one thing that people don't do a lot and because especially when you're bottling it up, you know, and you're not letting it come to light or whatever it is, and w- the reason why you can't move, for example, in that instance, um, you gotta let yourself feel it sometimes. Like you gotta like that's one thing that I learned at some point that has helped me tremendously. And it's not, it's easier said than done. I'm just going to say that right now, but to allow yourself to feel the pain for a while, because then you can start moving, right? Because the the pain will allow you then to start moving because now you're, you get familiar with the pain, right? So we mm-hmm. can't move when we're not familiar. And when, and when you're holding something back or you're not allowing yourself to feel it, you're not becoming familiar with it. And so that's the other thing is aside from accountability, that's step number one, Allow yourself to to feel the pain. If, if you're somebody right now who is has never looked in the mirror before, allow yourself to feel the criticism, to feel the pain, to feel the judgment, right? That you that you are indirectly trying to avoid from putting on yourself, and let yourself do that for a while, and then know what that feels like, and now start moving forward. And mm-hmm. there, you you will see an unbelievable shift in your life. And then the other piece I want to add on to what you said, Chris, because I thought it was beautiful is the routine. And there's a lot of things we can't control. Most things we can't control in this world, but you can always control yourself, right? You can control how you respond. You can control what you do. You need to have anchors in your life that will keep you at a neutral state. And for me, for I'll just example of myself, going to the gym, eating healthy, staying hydrated, working on my business, doing things along those lines, right? Talking to the people that I talk to. Those are things that I can control in certain ways. And those are the things that will keep me neutral, especially the gym piece, right? And eating healthy. And as long as I have that, well, no matter what's going on, I will continue to do that because if I don't, then I feel I'm completely out of control. And that's when everything starts spiraling out of control around me. And so I got to have a certain level of normalcy in every in every single day so that when things don't feel normal, I still can make it that, that way. I hope that makes sense. No, it, it makes complete sense. I mean, but there's one thing that, and I'm trying to hold myself accountable to this conversation because there's one thing that we keep forgetting. And that's what a lot of people don't put in is effort. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort. And in order to find your true motivation, I know we talked about that in the past before, ask yourself what matters is what are you going to do about it? Like what matters to you the most? Like why do you want to make that change? What are you going to do? How long do you want to tell everybody these fucking excuses you keep telling yourself? In order for you to be able to successfully make an excuse and someone else believe your bullshit, you have to believe it too, right? Right. I mean, you ever met somebody that tells somebody a story 
They tell themselves that story long enough. They don't believe it themselves. And it's very convincing. Yeah. How long do you want to like repeat that same thing over and over and over and over again? I mean, how many times do you, do we, everybody else around you have to hear the same shit you keep putting yourself into? Yeah. And this is a hard thing for people, man. But I'll tell you this, feeling sorry for yourself and being angry with yourself or getting depressed because depressed, being depressed and feeling depressed happens over time. It doesn't just happen. Okay. And this is coming from someone that, you know, has suffered from some type of depression, but maybe haven't admitted it. You're only destined for disaster at that point because it's going to take you nowhere. Pretty soon, I learned through effort, I made a conscious, deliberate, determined effort that I had to let it go. I had to forgive it and not just forgive the situation, forgive my part and hoping everybody else around me can hold themselves accountable. But if they can't, that's where a golden opportunity is, Wes. You can help them. You know, but if they don't want your help, you can't help them, but you can help them indirectly, can't you? Right. But uh, that's what ultimately it comes down to, right? Is if the per- the person if the person wants to help themselves, you can create environments for people, right? I've seen that. I've I've done that. I've created environments for people where they started to thrive, right? And to where maybe they had a certain mentality and then they started taking on a different mentality. You can do that. That someone can help you do that. But still, it comes back to how willing is that person to actually put in the effort themselves to make it happen. And so even if some, even if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're just listening to it for the sake of listening to it and you don't plan on doing anything, you might as well not even listen to it, right? Because you're not, wh- what is there for you to gain, right? Knowledge is knowledge, but you're going to forget most of it anyway. But guess what? If you're right. planning to actually do something about it, then this is where the benefit is for you. And the beautiful part is when you focus, because I promise you one thing, putting the effort into avoiding, in my opinion, is much harder and takes a lot more time than putting the effort to make something happen. Right. right. So I I truly believe that. So I would rather go through the suffering. I'd rather go through the pain. I'd rather go through the uncomfortable situations and come out the other side actually moving forward than just trying to avoid altogether. And so you got to assess which person you are. Right. So are you going to continue for if you are the person who continue to be a spectator or just watches things happen or waits for things to happen? Are you going to continue to do that? Or are you going to actually start doing something about it yourself and starting to control the effort that you're going to put in moving forward? I mean, if you're looking for help and you're asking people around you, you have to audit your social circle and the people that you know. Yeah. I mean, don't just go around telling everybody what your story is. Everybody has a story, Wes. Yeah. I mean, 80% of people don't give a shit. Right, what your story is, and there's another twenty percent is glad it's you and it's not them. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you think you got some problems, but if you hear somebody else's problem and if their problem is really bad, it'll make you feel pretty good. Am I right? Right. So all right, so it's time to let that shit go. All of us got stories to tell. Yeah. Some people have boring stories because they run away from fear their whole fucking life in a bubble. Like all right. of us have experienced some type of tragedy. Like everybody has. I think that's why I've had so much growth in my life, especially over the last like seven years. I've had so much growth and radical transformation. Yeah. However, during that transformation, I've lost touch with certain areas of my life that I need to work on more to be able to have that perfect life. I guess you would say not really perfect, but I would say the vision that I'm going for. It's going to be hard to get there, but I'm willing to go through the bad shit. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing that, that came because of the recognition that came because you actually assessed yourself and said, this is what I'm missing. Because here's the thing is, so if you've gone through a lot of hard times in your life, 
here's what I see a lot of too with people. If you've gone through a lot of hard times in your life, a lot of times as as you've grown, you have a hard time with empathy, mm. right? So you'll hear some story. Some people even pretend like they care, but in, on the inside, they're like, what are you crying about, yeah. right? Like that's nothing, right? Because you're comp- like a lot of times we compare it to what we've gone through, right? And so, and then on the other side of that, someone who's gone through nothing in their life is able to be a lot more empathetic because now that seems like a bigger deal to them, right? And so they're like, oh, wow, I can even imagine going through it myself, right? So, but what happens now is both of those sides have a, have an advantage and a disadvantage in that case. Mm-hmm. But both sides also have to assess themselves and say, okay, I do need to be more empathetic, right? But I also, on the other side, I need to I need to be able to not be so empathetic that I let it hold me back. Have you ever seen those people? And I know you have. It's a rhetorical question, but have you ever seen those people that shoot themselves in the foot on a sales call because they care so much about that person's life and what's going on that they become their best friend and no, and no longer the salesperson? I was just listening to a sales call two days ago and they started the call off with their limiting beliefs. Yeah. And and then when they started a call that way, they just completely unloaded all their emotional baggage on them. And then they realized it in the middle of the call and they try to get itself back. And then all they wanted to do towards the end of the call was agree with everything they're saying. Yeah, exactly. And that's, a, that's where you fall. And so now on the other side of that, if you, if you're not, if you're someone who doesn't accept a lot of bullshit, you find that you're actually much more effective on the phone. But if you can learn that the empathy piece, right, and be able to to deliver that in a good way on your calls, then you'll become even more effective, right? Mm-hmm. So, but again, what does it all come back to? It comes back to assessing yourself, taking responsibility for who you are and how you feel and the things that you've done, and then holding yourself accountable to putting in the effort moving forward to to be better, right, to do something different. And so it just all ties right back in to, at the, at the end of the day, is, you know, who do you want to be? What kind of effort do you want to put in? That's the only thing that will change your life. People don't realize, you know, how precious life can be. Tomorrow, I'm could something can happen to me. Something can happen to somebody else that I love dearly. But then that's the next piece of it is le- dealing with the regret on what I should have done differently. Yeah. Because there's a lot of different catalysts that can drive you and motivate you. I suggest if anybody's listening to this and they're facing a challenge, don't stop. Stay busy. Keep working on yourself. Because I don't give a shit how good you are at something. I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how much you work on yourself. These are the times when things aren't going to go right for you. They're just going, you're not going to go to the right area of your life when you're wanting it to happen. Yeah. You got to be able to trust in a higher power. I become more spiritual. When I'm praying, I feel like all the things that I can't control just fall off me. Yeah. And I walk out of there going, all right, I let it go. Yeah. Sometimes if you can't let it go, you gotta let it, you gotta let go of that energy somewhere. Right. Find whatever that is. For some of you, it's working out. For some of you, is you know going to a coffee shop and talking to people, doing things that make you happy. Go play golf. Go talk to your girlfriends on the phone. Whatever it is. But if you're facing that challenge, just don't stop, man. Continue to move. Stay busy and stay busy and stay busy. Because if you don't, you'll miss that huge opportunity for you to discover the other version of yourself, who you're intended to be. Think about this. When you learn all this knowledge and you learn how to execute properly, especially with your buyers, then you get to go help somebody else. And if you help somebody else, go help yourself first. And that's where I, that's one of my biggest failures in life, Wes, is I studied so much and I've read so many books and I've become very effective in sales. 
But every person I helped, I should have helped myself with something else afterwards. Yeah. Because it, I, I lost touch with it. Like help somebody else around me that I love. Because you don't want the people that you love the most in your life get the what's left. Right. But now you have to deal with the regret side of it. So what's motivating me now isn't the, okay, not the fear of loss. That's not actually affecting me. What's affecting me is the regret piece. Yeah. That's a hard thing to face with people. And so if you're listening to this and you want to be really effective with your sales team, you want to be effective with the company you're in, emotional intelligence plays a huge role into everybody. And if you're going to become more emotional intelligent and learning how to unstuck yourself, the next thing you have to activate the thinker in you. Don't let your emotions control you. And if you can start identifying that with people, woo, you can become powerful, man. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where I... You know, obviously people, uh, you know, we would love to have people's feedback and letting us know if they want to hear more about this. But, you know, I would love to continue on to this also in the next episode to where we we can dig even deeper into some of these areas. You know, but if, if you're a listener right now and you want to hear a lot more about this and this is something that you may be struggling with, let us know in the feedback form. And if you're, you know, if, if you are even, you know, willing to put in maybe some of the things that you've been struggling with, again, we'll never mention your name, but you know, we'll, we'll at least be able to, to look through what you maybe you may be struggling with and give you some ideas on where we think some of the, the shortcomings are or some of the, the solutions are within that. Wes, in, in the last words, I want to I ask you just one question first before we go. Say, for instance, we had a listener and they might be in a coffee shop or somewhere and they're listening to it and like, oh, yeah, that sounds great, but I'm still kind of reluctant. I'm still going to hold back. I'm not really going to fall through. What advice would you give them? It goes back to what we said before. Really dig deep into, dig deep into what's your priority. What do you want to get out of it? Because I actually understand that. I understand exactly what that feels like. I understand completely what that feels like. To where, you know, somebody, you know, somebody will call out something, right? So say you're in a, you're in an event and somebody calls out something and says, you know, who wants to know, or who wants to to you know come up here and talk about X, Y, and Z? And you know that if you do that, you'll become a better person, but you won't mm-hmm. do it, right? Because you know, there's a few different things. You think maybe you're not worthy. Maybe you think that you don't deserve it. Maybe you're just, you get extreme anxiety about it because you're afraid of judgment. What I would tell you right now is understand that you are better than that, right? You do deserve more. You are, you know, you, you are good enough, but only if you're going to believe it yourself. And so I'll tell you, have the courage to, to know, to understand that you're only going to do things to get better. And understand that there's such a beautiful thing when you get out of that role of a victim, when you get out of that role of being afraid of judgment, you know, and, and you step into that role of power and strength. And because you will never feel more control in your life than when you know that you're, you're proactively going to seek something better at all times. And you are going to be the vessel of that change and impact in your life. That's powerful. People tell me all the time, I'm not really in control of that. Yeah, you are. You don't realize how much you're impacting that decision. You're in control. You're in control of every situation. There's things that, you know, of course, you're, you can't control, but you do play a part into it. I'm not going to let this get me down. That's a decision. Yep. You decide that lay down or get up. I mean, I'm not going to let this destroy me. Talked about Tyson Fury. Everyone loves a comeback story. That's why it's so inspiring. People are out there suffering with depression, suffering from 
mental disorders and taking so much medication thinking that that's going to help solve their problem. Whatever type of medication is not going to solve the problem. It's just masking it. You're going to be stronger if you hold yourself accountable to that. All you need, I mean, do you think they had medication back in the back in the days? The Stone Age? No. Yeah, clarity. You have a Stone Age brain living in a digital world. There's the problem. So what do you need to do now? Be more present and stop letting all the social surroundings and all the things that has affected your life in a negative way. Make a decision. Now, guys, we appreciate every single last one of our listeners. And like Wes said, just to kind of mirror it, let us know what you feel. Let us know what's going on in your life. Other than that, Wes, any last words? No. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I I would just, you know, relate what you said. I mean, we appreciate everything. We appreciate everyone that listens to this. Um, and we truly want to help you. And, and we hope that you're going to look forward to making some changes in your life or taking that first step forward. So as always, ask yourself, how can you get a little bit better each day? That 1%. Until the next episode, keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. Let's go with our day. Take care. Thank you for taking your time and listening to today's podcast of The Win-Win Effect. As a thank you for listening and tuning in, Chris is rewarding you with a placement course webinar with his team to point you in the right direction to massive success. In success, it's all about living a better quality of life. So at the very least, subscribe to the Win-Win Effect podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Feel free to share on your social media or simply tell a friend about it. Also, please rate and review the podcast. To find the free webinar and more information, please visit tcrconsultingagency.com.